Welcome to the Akashic Musings Podcast. My name is Laura Mazzotta, and I will be your guide during this sacred experience. I'm an Akashic healer and teacher, and I've also been a therapist for almost 20 years. This podcast is your go-to opportunity for all things healing, inspiration, and empowerment. I will be sharing potent wisdom from divine intelligence in the space of the Akashic Records. For more understanding of what the Akashic Records are, I encourage you to listen to episode one or head over to my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'm so grateful to have you here, receiving the powerful energetic shifts that radiate through these messages. Just by listening in, you're doing your part to raise the vibration of the planet and fully realize our natural state of wellness and vitality. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Western medical system, and this includes physical and mental health, versus self-healing. I have been deeply immersed in both, especially as a provider in the mental health system as well, in addition to being a recipient of care in both systems, the mental health system and the medical health system. And they've been helpful, and they've served their purpose. But I think it's important to understand the ins and outs of how we can really utilize these systems to our benefit because I think there's a lot of people out there who are very, very angry at the systems. And I went through that myself. And it's really important for us to come to a space of understanding and forgiveness for these systems because they were built for a reason. And some people will say, well, they were only built for profit. That may be the case. And I don't have that exact answer for you. I think that, of course, there's a lot of profit involved in those systems. But And so I think because of that and because of the enormity of people that are served, there's the individual can get lost in the shuffle, you know? And so what's important for us is to realize we get to take the data from the medical system, the mental health system, and use it with our own discernment and using our own intuition so that we are the ones who are attending to the individual. They can give us the collective information and then we can attend to the individual because We want to be able to feel empowered in our vitality and our health. And we don't feel that way when we're just taking suggestions from medical and mental health providers and implementing them because we were told to. We want to integrate those and put them on the table as an option and then really feel into what feels like the best path forward for us. It's very similar to like going to school and reading a bunch of books and gathering a bunch of information. You're not using all of the information from school to do your job or to go through your day-to-day life. You're not using every single detail that you've received. What you're doing is you're picking and choosing based on your skill set, based on what feels good to you, based on what's relevant for your life. So we need to apply the same mentality when we are entering the medical and mental health system. The fact is the vast majority of us are going to be taking advantage of the Western medical system at some point in our lives, whether it's for emergency purposes or otherwise. And so it's not a system that we are fully avoiding. Some people do, um, but the vast majority of people are, are invested at some level in the medical system, okay? But this is how I see it. So for me, I've been to hundreds of specialists. I've had every test done under the sun after I had sepsis and was 30 minutes from dying. 
about six years ago. And the medical system saved my life. The medical system has saved my life a few different times. And I'm very, very grateful to it for that. But I saved myself. I healed myself. And I'm not saying that there weren't things from the medical system that assisted me in that process. There were, but, um, but they were my choices and it was my direct, I chose my directions and I chose the combination of practices that led to my level of vitality now. And I didn't look at the words that were coming from the medical system as gospel, because if I had, I would not be where I am today because they were much more based on the data, based on the information. They were much more, um, discouraging in terms of what my future was going to look like. And I just didn't believe that for myself. And so the problem is that these systems end up focusing more on what's wrong. They're focusing on what's missing, what's wrong. And they're just trying to fix that by giving you a pill, by giving you surgery, by, you know, doing X, Y, and Z procedure. And what they're overlooking is, you know, our purpose and our passion. And it's so, so funny because like, I can feel like the worst physically, but still feel super excited and confident and, and having momentum for moving forward in my life. Okay. And so it's being able to look at the person holistically. This is why I advocate for holistic mental health so much and holistic physical health, because there's different layers to our being. There's the physical, there's also the mental, which you can call the cognitive as well. There's the emotional, there's the spiritual, and there's the energetic. And the spiritual and energetic, they often fall by the wayside. And I'm telling you, when I started healing naturally after I'd been, you know, really steeped in the medical system for a couple of years and very frustrated and not really getting where I felt I could get to, I really started looking into that. And I'll tell you, um, it's the energy work that made me feel loved and beautiful and hopeful and vibrant. And it gave me so much energy and it helped me breathe better again. And it really connected me to myself in terms of what is the purpose of this illness? What is the purpose of these symptoms being here? Right. Um, and that's not really what's looked at when we go into a doctor's office. Right. And sometimes this is because of ego. Not going to lie. Sometimes it's just because they're like, listen, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's wrong with you. So I'm just going to tell you to go take a pill or I'm going to say it's anxiety or, you know, I'm just going to recommend this, this sequence of procedures because that's what the data shows is effective, even though it feels like this makes no sense at all, right? You get to decide, you get to say no. I was talking to one of my friends a couple months ago and she was going through some medical stuff as well. And she's just like, yeah, my doctors are probably so freaking sick of me and want to fire me because they like say, okay, well, you should do this, this, and that. And she's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And they're like, well, why did you even come in then? It's like, well, I came in because I wanted to get the blood work drawn and she couldn't get the blood work drawn and run it through her insurance without going to a doctor because you actually do have the ability to order your own labs, but it's out of pocket and it's usually a lot pricier. So um, she's like, I wanted to get the data so that I can decide what to do with my body so that I can tune in and identify. And I love that. It's like, Yes, I'm coming to you for a consultation to get a certain amount of information so that I can then make the decision. And I think what happens is that we give our power away. We go to these doctors, and I did this, especially right after I was got sick, around, okay, hopefully this person's going to have the answer because I was so desperate to feel better. And I was like, all right, I'm going to put my eggs in this basket, and I'm just going to pray that these people can save me, 
right? Wrong mentality. If we go to things with desperation, that's what we're going to get in return. We don't want to go for saving. And, and don't get me wrong. Like if you're in a place where you're in dire straits, medical facilities are right there to save your ass. Okay. They've done it for me many times, like I said, but outside of emergency situations, we need to distance ourselves from being hung up on their every word. We need to stop attaching to their answers as gospel because it's our soul that really brings us that gospel and helps us understand and that intuitive knowing. I actually have an ebook called Master Your Intuition. So if you want to expand your intuition to get really much more in tune with your energy and who you are and what you're meant to do and be, I'll drop that link here in the show notes so that you can grab it. It's only 17 bucks and it's a massively impactful resource. I really encourage you to look into it. Because the most potent wisdom for your long-standing health and wellness exists within you, exists within your attention to your own body and your own emotional and mental and energetic cues. And when we listen to those and we create a relationship with our bodies and take radical responsibility for our own health, we're adjusting what we put our focus on. We get to change ourselves because we're stepping into personal authority. That was one of the biggest game changers for me was stepping into personal authority around mastering my wellness and not relying on anyone else, no matter what degree they have, to tell me what to do with my body. And what happens is by the time we get to the medical or mental health system, a lot of times we're just too exhausted and we're too stressed. And so we're like, fine, just give me something, tell me what to do and I'll go do it. You know, and, and that leaves us more vulnerable to following a path that is not perfectly or, or ideally aligned for us, right? Because when we enter with, I can't take it anymore, help me, help me, help me, we're obviously going to hang on every word that the doctor gives us. So just look at it as a brainstorming session with somebody who has a different perspective than yours. Just like if you're, you know, at a table at work and you guys are sharing ideas about a new project, right? It's the same concept. You're going to add their perspective to the mix and then make your own decisions and feel into the options. See how they feel in your body. Okay, let's stop putting doctors on a pedestal. They're just human beings. So what I'm going to recommend is a few different things to shift out of this pattern of desperation on the medical and mental health system and shifting more into your own power and connecting more to yourself. There's obviously an ebook resource that I mentioned that I'll drop below, but it's about starting to practice being in fine tune with your energy so that you can be more preventive going forward, okay? This, this is step one. The more intricately that you notice those microscopic shifts that occur from like daily eating choices to a shift in perspective to how deeply you can sink into a stretch, the earlier you can jump on managing things. So for me, an example is like I had severe leg pain for years after sepsis and I would turn toward, well, what I started to realize was that when my left heel would start to hurt, that was the precursor to my legs hurting. And so as soon as my left heel would start to hurt, I'd be like, I'm going to sit down because that's going to prevent my legs hurting. And then I started realizing when I was playing with my kids, I would start getting kind of cranky and like, ugh, I don't want to do this anymore. And then I felt guilty because I was like, I love my kids. I want to play with my kids. But then I would notice what would happen after that. My heel would start to hurt consistently. So I was like, all right, that's a sign in my emotional fields and in my thoughts that's signaling me that I can prevent it even further. I'm getting even further ahead of it. And then I just kept tracing that back and back and back to the point where it wasn't, it wasn't there anymore. And then when it would show up, I would turn toward it and literally just turning toward the leg pain and putting my attention on it, it would vanish because I'd already created this relationship with it. I'd had 
conversations with the pain in my legs. What are you here for? What is the purpose? What am I meant to learn from you? And I actually followed through with it. Okay. And that comes to to number two, you want to source from yourself first and foremost, your answer, your answers lie within your body, within your soul, within your emotions. I always tell my clients to try at least three tools from within yourself before you reach out for help for some, from somebody else. Okay. Cause that's going to empower you. And then empowerment is the most powerful step for effective healing. You cannot heal without it because that's what gives you momentum and confidence forward because you absolutely have the resources and or the access to resources to forward your own recovery. Sometimes you need to put more time and consistency into it if you've been experiencing disease for a long while, but that just means you're being called to provide extra love to yourself, extra attention to yourself, which is going to, after a period of consistency, always result in a regression of symptoms and soothing your inner child and soothing your nervous system. So it's sourcing from yourself. That's number two here. Okay, number one is practicing being in fine tune with your energy, right? Noticing those little microscopic shifts that occur. Number two is sourcing from yourself first and foremost, trying at least three tools from within before you reach out to somebody else. And number three is to really think of the bigger picture. We can get so caught up in the the microcosm, right? And the, the little symptoms that we're experiencing from day to day and we fixate on them. But what we focus on expands. We need to think of this from spirit or God's point of view. Like what is the role of this in the entirety of your life experience? There's a purpose for it. It wouldn't be showing up and it wouldn't be here if it weren't serving you in some way. So instead of getting trapped in the minutia of your current experience, think of this as a a time that you're watching a movie of the evolution of planet Earth. You're way, way, way up in the sky and you can see all these tiny little humans running around on planet Earth. Even before humans came, from its creation over 3 billion years ago to now, right? This moment in time that you're experiencing is merely a brief snapshot of how this earth story is unfolding, right? So what is the purpose of this moment in creating a ripple effect, not just for you and for your lineage and changing your story, but for, for many more moments for you and for the people who are around you and ultimately impacting the collective? Because... You're living your purpose no matter what. No matter how shitty you feel right now, you're living your purpose. And you're making the decisions that you're meant to. You're learning the lessons you're meant to to continue the progression and the ascension of your soul. It's going to happen anyway, right? It's going to happen anyway. You're going to move forward because the divine's going to make sure it happens. So just connect. If you surrender to the divine plan and you deeply trust that this experience is bettering you for what's next, which I guarantee is better than you even imagine it to be, right? Then you're going to, you're going to be much more open to receiving what's meant to come to you instead of gripping onto this is the outcome I need. Okay. And then I have a fourth one here. I can't remember if I said I had just three things for you, but I have a fourth one here to share, which is to listen to your body, which we've already talked about a little bit. Okay. Cause when we get to this point of desperation, we want that quick fix of the bandaid approach. So this is really about turning towards those symptoms is just asking them, You know, what do you need? Like, do you need me to hold you? Do you need some love? Do you need some patience? Like, when was the last time you gave a significant level of holding and patience and love to yourself, right? And and followed through with some of the intuitive guidance consistently that comes forward, right? If you have any kind of chronic symptoms, I promise you, you need deep, deep levels of unconditional love. And it's just not going to be enough if it comes from other people. You need to give that to yourself. 
But guess what? We also get to source it from the universe. You're not alone in it. Okay, I went to years of therapy to remedy this and it was great, but it maintained my symptoms. It didn't get to the depth that I needed. And when I started exploring this stuff, not only did I see my, my client's vitality explode, but mine was exploding, my loved ones, etc. Okay, because when the soul programs and fuels your energy. And so when you explore the energy that exists within you, you're automatically connecting to soul. Okay, and it excavates everything that's been stuck in there from lifetimes before. And that doesn't mean you need to analyze it all and sit with it and sob it out. It's all you need is awareness. Okay, that's all you need is awareness. So start implementing some of these steps. Grab the ebook. I'll drop it here. And I will also drop an additional link. If you want to connect with me one-on-one, you can connect with me um, through a vibrational assessment. And I can kind of assess where you are with your layers and make recommendations as to you know, where, what's most aligned for you to focus on right now, you specifically. So I'll drop that here too. And I hope you have a wonderful day and thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. I'm so grateful you're taking the time to integrate healing at the deepest level. If you loved this episode, connect with me on Instagram at Emerge Healing and Wellness or contact me through my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'll see you next week on the next episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Bye for now and have a wonderful week.